top five, top five, top five. I like that. <laughs> That'll be our thing for top five now. <laughs> uh, stop it. No. There we go. That works. <laughs> He's so innovative, so creative. Love <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. We're here for another episode of Top Five. We know how much you missed it. And so, you know, shame on me for not keeping this thing yes. moving. I would take full responsibility. We've got a, uh, we just had an episode recently. Hopefully, you get a chance to watch that. Enjoy that. That was top five plot twists. So, if you have, you know, questions about movies with plot twists, be sure to check that out. Today, we are bringing you top five rom coms, romantic comedies. Um, Yay. Just like, you know, normally we, we love it. try to indicate if there's any kind of, um, Special criteria for this. The only thing for this, <laughs> it had to be romantic and it had to be a comedy because it's kind of interesting. Some movies that they list as being romantic comedies when you get to look at it and it's like, that wasn't even funny. How was that a romantic comedy? <laughs> yeah. Most so, romantic movies are funny. I mean, you know, if you have, if you say so, if you have interesting <laughs> feelings on romance, then yeah, you know, or if you have a very specific taste in comedy. Um, I know Senior Scratch and Sniff was asking about whether some movies were going to be acceptable, and we decided <laughs> that those movies were not going to qualify. So, depending but on your level funny. of humor, they fall under what you just said. I agree. They they have some humor. Sometimes depends they're not on, exactly funny. Yeah, I don't know. We have your we, depends we, on your definition of romance. I was going to say I don't know about that romance part. Yeah, we got a disclaimer, right? So, there, of course, this is an adult show, and. <laughs> We are having an adult beverage finally. Not that kind of adult. No, it ain't no. that. It ain't that adult. <laughs> what other kind of adult is it? <laughs> but we're we're going for rated R. Just we'll stop there. I don't even want to NC seventeen on this. We weren't <laughs> gonna fucking perform the acts. What are you talking about? <laughs> you really pushing for that NC seventeen? Moving on yeah. to romantic comedies. So let's talk about our panelists today. Joining <laughs> us here on my left, we have Brother Eloise again. He's back to give us his take on romantic comedies. Now, Jeff, you are actually a fan of romantic comedies, right? Yes, so I am. I will so probably be using your list as my definitive guide to watching romantic comedies. Oh, no, don't do that. Because <laughs> <I> have... <laughs> yeah, don't put me my, on the spot. My list, but, and that's only because with my list, my list is more about just like my personal taste. Okay, I can but... give a list of like, if you not, want not to be recommended. No, 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 no. Let yeah, me clarify. Yeah. So here's the beautiful thing about top five. I like the opinions of my peers and I like what you all offer. And if you list movies that I haven't seen, they make a list and I try to get those movies watched because these are movies mm -hmm. that you've enjoyed. And so it is important to note that our top five lists are personal. They're movies that yeah. my top five are movies that I liked. They may not be the best movies out there because lovely Denisha here only picks the ones that have like 50 or below on Rotten Tomatoes. So <laughs> there but, is no lie being said. But she always picks good movies. And it's like, I've gotten to the point where I really, I mean, I was already kind of feeling that like bump with Rotten Tomatoes say, cause if I like it, I like it. Yeah. But for yeah, sure. she, you know, she, she comes up with some great picks and I've got some movies from the last list that I got to go check out now. Uh, but, Joining us also, we have the lovely Denisha here. Denisha, say hello. Hello. 
and she she was the motivation for me to get back on this top five. I that's we were online, we were chit chatting. I was like, you know what? Need you back on film. Need you back on camera. <laughs> what I got to do? Let's do a top five. Yeah, we need more, our hotel subscribers. To right, be like satisfied. the count is down. I need it to come back up. Let's bring it up. Rounded out, we've got Senor Scratch and Sniff Tony. He, I'm trying to give you that same intro Brett gives you on a gag on these balls. Like <laughs> that, it's. Just- I don't have to you do got that. no. You okay. got too much melanin. He got a whole nother level. He go through. <laughs> I see it. It's just like you know for me. So I, I tried it. It's it's pretty cool. But you all be sure to check that out. That's uh, Gag on These Balls, part of the Gag Sport Network. Tony has a show there called Gag on These Balls, and it's actually it's a pretty damn good show. I've listened to many a show, and uh, actually, you know what? Uh, Jeffrey's been on there a couple of times. I've listened. I listened to your last show. So. Think, Only because uh, nobody knows soccer but him. <laughs> <laughs> but you know hey, what? Man. Hey, Football, find, get it we right. you, you guys definitely it. make sports bearable for sure. You got to find a niche and get in there. And you know, it's like yeah. I, so if you ever want to talk about boxing, Manchester United, woo. Okay, okay. So we so we got exactly. boxing. We got okay. Hey, we'll we'll have to just make that a whole little show. I'm gonna let Brett know. Hey, Brett, you got to do a boxing show. And helping us out today to moderate Uncle Scrooge himself, we got Will. Will in the house. Say hey, what's up, Will. Look, I ain't feeling these wrong comments, but we'll figure this shit out. Come on. <laughs> Dang, man. I, like, I do want to go. Romance is dumb. I was about to say, I want to go on record that Denisha did not like rom coms either. I really thought rom com was a part of computer somewhere. No, I'm going like, to say this, though. <laughs> the CD rom com. And some of the stuff that I picked are rom-coms but they're not like what you think about traditionally as rom-coms okay okay okay. so change the fact that so it's like category but you that's okay (laughs) now if if you name an action movie and it's got like two people that fell in love in the midst of the movie like do they all do they qualify as romantic comedies at least they're gonna qualify today because the the one or two (laughs) that i like why are you category. so damn aggressive? <laughs> He's even goddamn. Look, don't be a crayon. Look, we about crayon. to get this shit started. So goddamn, we getting ready to go. And fat, you can take your ass last. I don't give a shit. So anyway, <laughs> all right. Fine. I got a so the rom com episode is so aggressive. There's <laughs> <laughs> no love here. It's funny, but this ain't romantic at all. We supposed to have love for each other, brother. I know, like low lights, <laughs> soft music, something, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, geez. All right, Will, I'm handing it off to you. Go ahead, Uncle Scrooge. All right, Freaky. So romantic <laughs> comedies. We're going to go ahead and kick this thing off and get this started. So that we're going to start this time with Denisha. I want to see First, first, first. Jeff probably has this one on his list. I think you said something about this before on Facebook. But anyway, I got to get it out the way because as far as romantic comedies go, this movie is highly acceptable to me. It came out in 1992, a very disappointing 43% of Rotten Tomatoes. Are they racist? This movie is magical, and it is boomerang. Yes. Number one on my list. Absolutely. When yes. you talk a romantic comedy, and I don't, I guess because it got into that slot of being a Black movie, it's not appreciated the way that it should be, but the plot, the actors, and it's one of those movies too, when you go back, you see so many people that are famous now that were in that movie. Um, Ed definitely at at his best. Robin Givens, before we all hated her. Um, <laughs> Ali Berry. I hated her then too. 
David Allen Berry, like trying to not be Holly Berry. Martin Lawrence. Chris Rock. John Witherspoon. You got the coordinate. Look at the belt. But for Rashad, the belt matches his jacket, and it the. Look at that. David like, Allen Greer. Like that movie. It's just a great movie. So many quotable moments. Black They've been in there for hours. Being professional, <laughs> having money, looking good. Great yeah. movie. Yeah. Fluffy. I, I, I just wanna <laughs> I just wanna piggyback on that. Also the movie that's responsible for us having uh the show Martin, because Eddie Murphy said like notice the chemistry that he had with Martin Lawrence and the chemistry he had with um, Tisha Campbell and was like, y'all should do something together. And eventually they ended up getting cast, you know, apart, uh, opposite each other in the show Martin. But yeah, I think the show definitely, I think it's definitely a case of like America wasn't ready to see black excellence, black opulence in that way to not be really in the movie at all. Cause the only, <laughs> the only oh, white people are firm really, and execs. Yeah. Like the only white people I remember is when like Grace Jones is in uh restaurants. It's like, you're not gay. He's gay. And it's like pants <laughs> to some random white man in the restaurant. <laughs> and you know, unfortunately, you know, it was a cat. I think it was just like a casualty of that. People feeling like Eddie Murphy had gone too far. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't 48 hours. It wasn't, you know, what they Probably wanted from time, him. Yeah. So yeah, but I think even the story behind it, even though like my wife hates the fact that Holly Berry takes him back in the end, <laughs> and I know a lot of like women who watch it kind of hate that too. It's it's an interesting story, and I don't think it's any crazier or far fetched than like Sleepless in Seattle or mm-hmm. some of the other movies we're going to name. And just the fact that like people haven't watched it honestly can just be boiled down to the fact that. They think it's a black movie and not a rom-com so yeah and yeah. we had such a great spectrum of black people like you know from eddie murphy being at the top and making the kind of money that he made and you know it just the soundtrack to that yeah. Movie. yeah and it's not My even God. it's not it's like it's not chuckle funny yeah like some other rom-coms it's it's like, genuine oh, <laughs> that's cute it's hilarious like you are laughing hard at some of the parts in the movie and then there's like actual romance stuff and I think it just encapsulates so much of what it, what a good rom-com should have and finding that balance between the humor and the romance that like, I know I'm talking like this was my pick, but. <laughs> it was. Uh, Look, it kind of was. was yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned it. It, it like, kind of was. Can, I, so. I know we've had this conversation. I'm going to replace so. it. But yeah. All right. So Boomerang, got it down. Let's put that. You should let Jeffrey go yeah. last so we'll take all his picks. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I don't know if I want to talk to Tony yet. So, <laughs> yeah, make Tony. Go I there was like a a, a little period where <laughs> these movies kept getting made back to back to back, and they was kind of stacking them on top of one another. So it was kind of hard to figure out which one I wanted to use to represent all of them. Um, I narrowed it down to two, which one is a movie involving sports. And one is a movie involving music and trying to figure out which of those two was going to be the <laughs> representation. The <laughs> right. Like it's, it's basically the same movie, but just different settings. Um, even casting was very similar. So the same. <laughs> 
It's, it's like you got these ten black people you can put in a movie, right? Oh, and, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Like, it, what, for a short while there, it was like they just kept kind of coming out with the same thing. But uh, ultimately, I, I decided that f- for an overall story, I think the best man is one of the ones that I want to add to my list for romantic comedy. There are genuinely funny, hilarious moments. It's got an ensemble cast. It's got everything I'm looking for really in a movie. And it's got a really sweet story in it as well. And, uh, you know, Hail Perino and um, Regina. Like, I, that was, I was very happy <laughs> the way that movie turned out. <laughs> I was very happy the way that movie turned out. You know, Do you just, love me? Yes, Candy. Love you, baby. You know, and then like, <laughs> but even more importantly, the end of that movie, like when he just like, would you like to go? There's so much great in that movie. And it's another one of those movies where it's like it's 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 a positive movie to see people in a positive light, see these actors. And I think everybody looked good on screen that the chemistry was there and there was a lot of romance and it was some. You know, you take your pick. Is it going to be Nia Long or, you know, how's it going to yeah. go? So it's like you got Sanaa Lathan, Tay Diggs, Morris Chestnut, Nia Long. <laughs> like, I, I wanted to read the damn book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I was like, man, this, this book done flipped the whole wedding weekend inside out. Man, mm-hmm. I almost got thrown off a building for the book. And you realize what he was writing about. And it's like, and it, it, Morris, it taught us all Morris the importance. Chestnut up in that church crying. It taught us all the importance of a forehead kiss. So that is that the best man is is going to be my I, in right. no particular order, but that's my first pick. All right, best man, got it. Right. All right, Tony, what you got? Oh shit! Uh, all right, so let me go ahead and tell you, I'm reaching for every single one of these because I have <laughs> no clue about romantic comedy shits. So. I'm just going to throw this one out here because this movie I enjoyed. It had romance in it, and I found it funny as hell. Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, Loved that's it. a romantic comedy. Then good. All right, I'm on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm throwing I'm throwing darts like the Falcons do draft picks. I'm just throwing it at the wall, hoping something sticks. So I liked it. I mean, the opening scene got me. That's some, that's some G life I want to live where I walk in, get respected, and make a call, and I buy the hotel. That's what I want. That's the life I want to lead. But the then you have all the different storylines going on. The main one was um, you had a, a wedding going on. Son had a girlfriend. Of course, son's mom didn't like her. She was beneath them. And the entire movie was you saw all the other storylines going on, but that was the main one. And I liked it. It was funny to me. That's all I got. Keep it yeah. short. Mother, mother, mother-in-law versus daughter is a common romantic comedy trope, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think it did a good job putting a spin on it. And you get to see it through the the eyes of. I, I like the fact that now we're getting like romantic comedies from other cultures because I do feel like for so long it got branded as like a white genre, and that's because every movie was like Tom Hanks with Meg Ryan. Billy Crystal with Meg Ryan. So Billy if Crystal I have that on like, my list, if I have one of their movies on my list, is that a problem? <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a problem. It goes along with it. Those, okay. are, those are those are solid movies on their own. It's just about the variety and like just know he's or the lack of variety really. Yeah, he's gonna can we get you. some pepper with the salt? <laughs> <laughs> we got a whole cabinet of seasons up there. Let's use something mm-hmm. else. 
Yeah, well, I got so, I got the soy sauce right now, so we good. Hey, stop it. <laughs> what happened? Just, um, movie going. What just what movie just going. happened? Nothing. Oh, freaking brother Eloise. Turn. What you got? My first one, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's one. Is that, that a people, romantic comedy? Yes, it yes. is a romantic yes. comedy. It is because I, it is. Don't wait. <laughs> And for me, I, I like I said before, for me, the balance between the romance and the comedy is very important. I think because it has action and fighting in it, like Tony, you're gonna see it as like a fighting movie, no, like I've a video seen game it. movie. But I didn't think it was a rom com. No, I thought it was action. I know, and that's what I'm saying. You're gonna see think it's an action movie because you're looking onto the action. But the reason he was fighting all those people was for the romance. It was like the one like in his interest Ramona, in Ramona was the evil exes. Yeah. And I, I it was a comedic movie the and the, the fights were comedic. There was nothing like so serious where like people were getting like their heads chopped off and all that kind of stuff. So when my man dove out the window. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just left. Yo, Wallace made that fucking movie for me. Yo. <laughs> uh, okay. The younger Culkin. He did. a He did a fantastic job. I got the hang of this now. All right. That worries me that you think that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> should be rolling oh, back around. Wait a minute. You just going to take away my confidence like that? I tell you, we are no. our own worst enemies. You you have all the confidence. I, I have faith in you. I have faith in your ability to watch movies. And I know you've watched a lot of movies, so I know you would get this category knocked out. Who'd you say it was? Denisha? Denisha. Okay. It's on me. Um, so my next movie came out in 2000. E, 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's an ensemble movie, which is probably why I can stomach it because there was a lot of different things going on, but the whole premise of it was love. And the movie's name is Love Actually. It's a great movie. It's a cute movie. There's a lot of little things going on. It actually is a cute movie. That one, oh well. I, I don't know. I'm going to make a there's note stuff on that. In that there's, there's stuff in that movie that I feel like is the problem with a lot of romantic relationships. There was some real thing, like there were real, everybody didn't end up with the perfect scenario. Yeah. So, but it's also the, like, the girl you know, with her the, brother, you know, the woman being cheated on, like. Yeah. There was but a, you're not about to come no. outside my house with cue cards. From my oh yeah, wife. that was disrespectful. Nah, like nah, hell. nah, nah, nah. And my Wait wife's in there and read all of them. What no, happened? No, 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 no. no, no. Watch the movie, you'll find just, out. Moving just on. Watch. <laughs> just Google was Rick from Rocking Dead in Love Actually. And <laughs> yeah, just sit back then. Shit. Okay. See, this is what happens when I don't You know, you, you right. have a this lot of stories you, going on. You're going to have to watch the movie. He'll, this uh, is what right, happens when you tell Sam to be quiet. This is the problem. Exactly. I get to be loud. <laughs> Sam, your turn. <laughs> Okay, so moving on. You see, I'm just sitting over here quiet in my little seat. Um, well, since we're talking about the the, the standard for the genre, um, mine's real simple. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, you've got mail. <laughs> I, you know what? They've they've had a couple of movies together, and I think Jeff, you and I were having a conversation about this one specifically. I like you've got mail. Some of the other ones they have, I'm not a huge fan of. Um, I don't know what it is, but you've got mail, the store, you know, the big bookstore, the little bookstore. It's 
for some reason, this one kind of resonates, and I think it's got a, it's got like that sweet little gooey love story, but it's also got like some real world situations taking place. Like at the end of the day, business is business, and you know you can be all in love, but money, money's you know like so you start to look at where people's priorities are, and you know if you, if you've ever had somebody tell you some foolishness like you know. Oh, I don't care about money as long as we're together. Go, go watch, go watch, <laughs> go watch a movie like this, and and you know what I'm saying like get some perspective. And I don't know, I I I really like you've got mail. So that's it's will. cute. I like because it's, it shows why it's so important to get to know somebody. Um, and because they were chatting online, all those barriers that they had about the other person was wasn't really there. And so they were able to really get to know each other at the heart of it. Um, so, yeah. But see, the aspect of the dual personality, she's like today, it's in a more modern time. It'd be a little interesting because, you know, online dating is not a tabooish kind of thing. But when mm-hmm. this movie came out, it was hell. The Internet was still new. You're going to find somebody to date on the computer. Yeah. Right. Like. like- yeah. The fact that it's called You've Got Mail, which was the whole AOL thing. That's how old this mm-hmm. movie is. But AOL movie. the idea that her meeting him in real life and making that connection, but then the person she's chatting with online, she doesn't know it's the same person. And her response to that individual, even though it's the same person, her response to him is different. So it's 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 a very eye-opening experience to show people like, you know, how important it is to really get to know an individual. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying. And, and after- they were given that opportunity only because he found out it was her. Um, because otherwise it wouldn't have went that way. So it's not if you had to check out. You've got mail to it that. The only time you ever hit them things you're just going to put in that damn startup disk. So, <laughs> Tony, what you got? Alright, so see if I can get this one. I like this movie because the guy in it is actually one of my favorite comedic actors. Baby, did you put that 96% in the oven? 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. 88% audience score. It's about a weatherman getting stuck in a time loop. Ground, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day is a fantastic movie. But I like I said, I never thought of it as a romantic comedy just because I like Bill Murray. I like all of his movies. He's just funny to me. So when I saw him, when he was in, I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this. I mean, and then, a lot of romantic comedies are really just comedies where they try to sneak a love story in. And yeah. I think and I th- and I see that. So I'm like, OK. And for him to be stuck in the in the time war or time loop, or whatever you want to call it. I think he showed what most of us would do in that situation. Take advantage of it. <laughs> Take advantage of it. Shit, he learned to play. It. I would learn to play the piano. I learned to play all kind of instruments. I'd be Prince coming out that motherfucker. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be ridiculous. Pants, assless chaps and all. I'm doing it. <laughs> I would. Hence and the name I mean, Scratch and Sniff. That's right. <laughs> Scratch is it's clean though, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I, think that's, yeah. I think that's a I think that's a I think that's a one. really, really good one because the the concept of being trapped in the time loop is something that has been taken and like grafted on the other things there's actually a really 
funny episode of the the Christmas episode of the Jamie Foxx show where he's like stuck in a yeah. time loop. Um, so that I repeat, what was that movie with yeah. uh, Tom Cruise? Oh yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yes, it's tomorrow. Yeah. So the the whole concept of like you're stuck in this time loop until you like learn the lesson you need to learn. I think like putting the romantic comedy spin on it was really smart. I'm personally just not that big of a Bill Murray fan. Get out. He's I know. Can I we know. mute him? I really I really have tried to get it, but he just makes me want to smack him. So But that that's that is actually like part of the appeal. Yeah. Like and that's why the I, idea of Bill Murray in for for a lot of people is Bill Murray is the he says everything that they want to say. He's I was about to say he's the asshole friend. Do. Yeah. That is your friend because he's an asshole. Yeah. Yes, that's me. That's the only reason that's I'm around. Why me and, that's why me and Tony don't get along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I absolutely care and no fucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, freaking Jeff, All we right, on to you. Jeff is next. My next one is a more recent one. Hitch. Will Smith, Kevin James. Um, I, I like it. And I'm going to say something controversial. I personally think that is Will Smith's best role in a movie. And he should be doing more rom-coms and less like... Want to be action movies? Don't not say, even that. Not even want to be action movies. Less like Oscar bait stuff. Mm. Because he, his whole appeal is his charm and his charisma as an actor and him just being Will Smith. Like Bill Murray is that asshole friend who's your friend because he's an asshole, but he's your asshole. Right. Will Smith is the friend that everybody is like, everybody wants to be friends with. I think the role of Hitch kind of definitely helps him. He's your friend who's like, nah, man, go talk to her. Like, it's all good. He's your friend that's like, nah, man, go ahead, get that shirt. It looks good on you. You're going to be popping when you go out and blah, blah, blah. He's a friend that you go to for the encouragement and it's got a little bit of Cyrano de Bergiac in it with, you know, him kind of like coaching him as the date doctor. But then on top of it, you have the bro, the bromance with Will Smith and Kevin, Kevin James. James, which works and really well, Kevin, surprisingly. Yeah. And then you have Kevin James's romantic arc as he's trying to learn, but also will, will Hitch's arc. Uh, he's also like, I can't just be like coaching everybody else to find love. I got to like find it for myself too. So I just thought it was like a lot of, it, it's a movie with actually a lot of moving parts and subplots that doesn't feel like it has a lot of moving parts and subplots in it. And I think it comes off really, really well, but it's like weird because they, the way it's marketed, even the way it's named, it's just like hitch and it's just like him on the cover. So you don't think rom-com, you just think Will Smith movie. But then when you go and sit down and watch it, it's a rom-com. I mean, again, another one of those movies where it's fully marketed as a comedy and they sneak a love story in there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because I I think if if people had known that that was the movie they were going to see. Most people wouldn't have gone to see it. It wouldn't have had the appeal. You thought you were going to see a Will Smith comedy. You know, you're going to see two hours of the Fresh Prince, basically. Yeah. And it also has like kind of a how to be a player element to it because mm. he is a player. 
And so that's how you get like the guys to go because, like, oh, yeah, Will Smith, he gonna be bagging them and blah, 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 whoop de whoop. And then he I falls mean, in love in the movie, too. I mean, he does. You got because the biggest advertisement behind that movie was the the scene where his face and stuff swelled up. And you, oh, yeah, that's what you remember. You don't think about the romance part of it. So. No, which, <laughs> I think the dad scene where he was like, no, none of this. Yeah. Right here, you stay right no here. <laughs> you stay right here. Got food already. Yeah, that was because right. that's the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of that movie. That's, yeah, that was. That's, I, that's I do cool. like that movie. Pictures All right, one of you. Okay, my next movie came out in two thousand nine. Only forty four percent. Um, it's got Ryan Reynolds in it, so of course it's funny. That, that doesn't mean it. And Sandra Bullock, and she's not somebody that I typically find funny, but I really did in this movie, and it's The Proposal. How great. <laughs> from the window. Uh, I, and I Betty White. Yeah. Wait, from Betty the windows White. to the Yeah, wall. that whole, I mean, I was crying <laughs> laughing in the scene. Like, so, because, I mean, Sandra Bullock's had her moments where she's kind of funny, um, but it's usually, like, very unintentional. Um, but she was really funny in that movie. It was it was a good good movie. Okay, I I like that one. That is, yeah, I like that movie. Basically, basically, just quick synopsis of the movie: Sandra Bullock is like a executive. Ryan Reynolds is like her assistant or whatever, and she's from Canada and she's about to get deported. So she's basically like Ryan Reynolds: If you marry me, so I can keep my citizenship, I'll give you a promotion, and then. She goes with him on like some weekend to his family, like in Alaska, and all this other stuff like that. But it's in, it's it's a good it's a that's a good plane movie. Like if you scrolling by and you've mm-hmm. seen all the action and new stuff, and you just want to watch something light and get a couple chuckles, that's a good airplane movie. I think the first yeah. time I saw that movie, it was literally like flipping channels. It was on in the background, and I was like, "Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Okay, we'll leave it there." And honestly, it wasn't even that long ago. That's the funny part. But that is a hilarious movie. And to this day, that being out in the campsite around the fire. <laughs> like, if I hear to that song. To the sweat. To, to the sweat. The sweat. <laughs> <laughs> like, I used to think of Chris Rock with that. Now I think of Sandra Bullock and Betty yeah. White. <laughs> that shit was fun. That was a good movie. I have to say, that was actually a good movie. It's on you, Sam. All right. um, So, I watched the show How I Met Your Mother and was very curious to know about, like, some of the other stuff that these people did. And I came across this movie called (laughs) Forgetting... Sarah Marshall. It is. Penis. Oh my god. Penis. Like. (laughs) So this was. How brave was he? This is another one of those movies where they definitely tried to slip in a love story around a comedy. But this movie is funny as hell. But at the heart of it, there actually is a really good love story if you stick around for it. And, you know, it's it's kind of like you you try so hard to be in this perfect relationship and maybe that's not the relationship you're supposed to be in. You know, like follow your heart, be with who makes you happy. And forgetting Sarah Marshall 
it was that movie is so damn funny. I could literally like it would almost fall more under a comedy than a romantic comedy, but there yeah. is a love story. No, it's a love story. Yeah. It made Russell story. Brand tolerable, which is very hard to do. Yeah. But it bas- just basically cast Russell Brand as Russell Brand. <laughs> Not and just, and how just... he's majority cast. But yes. I mean, Kristen Bell, Jason Segal, like seeing their relationship was that was a very interesting one. But then you've it's got like a lot of names in the movie on top of that. You know what I'm saying? Mila Kunis was in it. So, of course, that was initially why I watched it. Um, Russell Brand is in it. Kristen Bell is in it. And Kristen Bell, I don't know how I feel about her. I like her half the time and hate her the other times. It's it's so weird. But um, yeah. I think it's because, like, sometimes she, it's like sometimes the range of the different characters that she tries to play are so wide. And it's like, no, I just, I, I like you, like, in here. So <laughs> I, I feel you. Because, like, her being, her being, like, mean and, like, rude and nasty, I'm kind of just like, eh. But, like, her in, like, Bad Moms or in, you know, <laughs> the good place or whatever, where she's like, kind of endearing but like has a little bit of an edge to her i feel like that's kind of her sweet spot yeah i love her in the good place but see if you if you see her in um house of lies oh that's wow right like it's a complete 180 from her normal yeah but that works so well Mm -hmm. you know and it's like i believe that that's who i think she really is just like I believe that's how Don Cheadle really is. Yeah, Don Cheadle <laughs> and her and that, yeah. Let's and, not go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. So but <laughs> this one, yes, for this movie, um, it's got it's got a little bit of an ensemble cast because it's got plenty of people in there that will give you some laughs, give you some chuckles. Um, forgetting Sarah Marshall, that is my pick. All right. Tony, only you, you're two for two. Yeah. All right, let's let's see what happens here. So this next movie is one of my unicorns because one, I don't like musicals, but I like this one. Ooh, a musical. It's a musical. It's one of the most successful movie musicals of all time. You got Sandy and Danny, poodle skirts and leather jackets. Yes. Grease. This is my favorite movie of all time. And I still saying Sandy died and that was a dream. I'm still saying it. You go. You go yep. with that. That I'm going. She died. Conspiracy theory. Died, and Danny tried to save her, and that entire movie was her dream because that's she flew off to heaven in the car. That was it. That's my thing. Yeah, but I hate musicals with a passion. I hate all Disney musicals, but mainly but I love this musicals. one. I, oh, I just I can't. Musicals. But this movie, it was just like, okay, I can sit back with this one because it was <laughs> funny. Five musicals will just be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know it what? Was... Surprisingly enough, my wife loves musicals, so I've seen it. a lot, and I'm shocked whenever I see one that I like. So right. maybe, better stop maybe we'll naming do a my movies episode. before I say the name of Jeffrey. That's my bad. I was too excited. <laughs> that was it. That's his. That's his one. He just I purposely said. left musicals off because I felt like it, the music gives it an unfair advantage, at least mm-hmm. for me, because I actually like musicals. But yeah, Grease, I definitely would put that. Up. I mean, it's my favorite movie. Period. So three for my three. Wife, my wife found that out in the hard. I'll way. take that. <laughs> <laughs> so you know all the songs. When the movie right? was played, oh, it was just yeah. on repeat. <laughs> oh yeah, if that movie is on TV and it's before the school dance scene. I gotta watch it up at least to the school dancing because 
that's it's like the crunkest white movie scene of all time. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that that's that's my movie that I now I hate remind that I me like later. It, but I, I want to ask you about that um, that opening song, and we, we won't have that conversation here. But we'll, all right, we'll that's it for me. That. I'm done. All right. So nobody else has musicals on their list. I don't. No. I oh shit. No, you don't. No. No, Thank you. I don't. I win. Okay. We can I, stop right now. You know, I, I look, Greatest Showman in Chicago, I thought were great. I me. haven't seen none of them. So, I mean, honestly, I've seen Greatest. You know what? We will do. We Jeff, you requested it. I'm with it. We would do a show on musicals. I'll moderate that one because I can't. <laughs> I'll be totally useless. It'll be I a have short three. Look, like, it'll be we'll, a short show. We'll we'll collectively we'll, come up it. with you like a top ten it. list. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll be in it. I'll moderate because I'm totally useless. Don't All right, so Jeff, on to you since you're the man of the hour. All right, so my next one is one is a movie that everybody here has definitely seen, but people probably don't think about it as a romantic comedy. Again, for the same reason as Boomerang. Speaking of, starring the same actor Eddie Murphy, Coming to America. It is. It is a romantic comedy because mm-hmm. the whole catalyst of the film is him coming to America to find a wife. I hate you. The lovely Sherry Headley, who works at McDowell's. And I think it, it's just got, to me, it's got everything. It's got great actors, great directing, great story. Um, Eddie Murphy playing a thousand different characters and people. Personally, I think like he does not get a, enough credit for how he disappears into some of these other roles. And, you know, there's like a scene where he's literally like, having a full-blown conversation with himself as three different people. Like, he's six people in the barbershop, and he's having, he's three of those people. Mm-hmm. So the editing and the acting on top of that has to be taught to just make that believable, because I'm sure when that movie came out, people had to be like, that's why at the end of the movie, it's like Eddie Murphy, and then Eddie Murphy, and then Eddie Murphy, and it's showing you all the people that he played, just so you know. But I think the love story behind it too, going beyond just um, I like you, you like me, whatever, but him just kind of saying like, I don't want to just get married because you're telling me to marry this person. I want to find love. I want to experience this in this way. And, you know, even the the, the classic line from, from the queen just being like, I thought you were the king. And then, <laughs> you know, you have the magical moment at the end. I think just really... I mean, even the art fight that they have on the subway feels is just like, man, like this is some good acting. And, you know, people are just like, oh, yeah, that's a black movie. So that's that's on my list. Coming to America. I renounced my throne. Yeah. I am no longer okay. coming to America down. All right. Indonesia. Man, we could do a whole oh, show on the first coming to America. Lord. Okay, <laughs> so one. my next movie came out in 2001, 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, I love this movie because oh, doing good. it's close to reality for me, and that's the problem that I have with romantic movies like The Notebook. Um, they're not based in reality. So <laughs> that's a, one of the reasons. I, I mean, this, of course, it's still one of those movies like it's a stretch, but uh, Bridget Jones' Diary it's hilarious. I love that she gained weight. She's trying to lose weight. She's trying to stop smoking. Like her life is a mess. She's bad at her job. Like 
there's just real life things happening. And then she just so happens to fall in love. She's like she's in a bad relationship with a bad guy. Like all of that stuff makes sense to, to most women. So it's a pretty good movie. The okay. Bridget Jones series is one of the most ghetto movie series. <laughs> like literally the third movie is like, I don't know who my baby daddy is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Yep. Yeah. I I think I watched Bridget. I think I watched the first Bridget Jones at the wrong time in life. I watched it with some white kids on my freshman floor in college, my freshman year. And I was just like, what is not this? feeling this <laughs> at all. I think if I rewatched it now, I probably would give it more of a shot though mm. also like renee zellweger always looks like she smelled like some old milk <laughs> <laughs> she definitely so looks like that in this movie so like i'm just i'm not trying to like beat up on her but it's kind of like it's hard for me to like get into the movie of like why everybody's like chasing her and she's just always like no, but it's, it's not it's, like it's, it's more about her character i will i get what you're yeah. saying it is the character of bridget jones just being I guess, like for lack of a better phrase, Miserable. like the fact that she's a mess. Well, let her be a mess. Freaking, she gonna have. It's like she that. has that quirky. They're trying like, to give her that Cinderella. Her her we're not worried about none of it. They're trying to give her that Cinderella care. appeal. No, we're not gonna explain the whole movie. No, move it, move on. Okay, Freaking I don't know right. when it was Bridget Jones. Look, no, move on. Fuck, look, I'm Uncle Screws <laughs> for a reason. They fuck that shit. Sam, fourth. <laughs> okay, this movie, 2001. Um, I don't know if this movie, you know what? I this movie has not aged well. Um, <laughs> in two thousand in two thousand one, this movie was funny as hell. I don't know that you could play this movie today and it even be received, but I feel like it has a really good story at the at the basis of it. Jack Black. Gwyneth Paltrow, Shallow How. <laughs> no comment. Look. Next. Uh, no comment. No, We're not Tony. explaining. Nope. Nope. Your okay. You know, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep this short. And sweet. Yeah, I think that was a swing and miss there. Freaking. We breeze right on by that. Right, breeze right on past Shallow How. Uh, this is. I don't care what anybody says. It's my favorite movie of all time. I'm going to say it's a romantic comedy because going by what Jeff said, it falls into that category. The Last Dragon. I don't care. He, why is he fighting? He's saving vanity. You, you know, he's trying to get the glow. And what happened? <laughs> She's trying to get him. And at the end, we just show me some moves. Come on, player. Rom-com. Rom-com, the whole movie. I don't give a damn what y'all say. Last Dragon, write it down. All right. I'll, just, an I'll just say it's unintentionally it's, funny. That's times. fine. That's fine. That it doesn't matter if it's unintentional or not. Uh, it's it's better than shallow hell. Uh, uh, Don't deflect because uh, your movie uh, was uh, crap. My shit was at least funny. I'm glad I followed you. Jeff, please. My next one is what many would consider to be the quintessential. Wait, romantic comedy, especially of the modern era, When Harry Met Sally, starring Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan. I mean, so many iconic scenes, so much. Um, yeah, so many like famous people in it. Carrie Fisher, rest in peace, um, amongst other people. But 
I think the thing about it was like it was really one of the first movies to explore the idea of not just romance between men and women but also friendship between men and women and can romance be built on friendship can you have no romance and just friendship and all that kind of stuff like that so I just thought that you know when you watch it even the way that it's set up it has that almost like mockumentary style where they're interviewing like the different couples and they're giving their life story and you know you meet them and you're like there's no way in hell these people are going to get together at the end and then at the end of the movie billy crystal's like running through the streets on new year's eve and it's like you don't think of billy crystal as romantic but like that scene you know the urgency of it and really just even reframing like what a leading man in a romantic movie could look like are all reasons why i really like think that the movie's good or really really is it's good and it's important Okay. All right. My last one, 2005, 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, <laughs> it's hard for me to like both of these actors because they're the same in every movie, but it doesn't take away from the fact that this movie was funny as hell. Um, Wedding Crashers. <laughs> um, <laughs> hilarious. Huh. Okay. Ha ha. You better right, because I'm gonna find you. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Will Ferrell being this this like gigolo picking up people at funerals, like the uh, brother who's like a weird artist. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, this whole family trying to sleep with Vince Vaughn. Yeah. And it's just like Vince Vaughn. Kitty they, 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 they're literally rinse and repeat and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's cool. All right, freaking Sam. All right, so let me try to redeem myself a little bit here. Um, All right, we passed that. I'm just going for it on my next <laughs> one. I'm just, I'm just going for it. Uh, this mm. one, this one is a much newer movie, um, and I wanted to see it just because it felt like the kind of movie I was supposed to see. The wife and I sat down to watch it, and I'd be damned if this movie wasn't hilarious. Um, Issa Rae, Kumal Nujani, <laughs> Lovebirds. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It was extremely funny, and there was there was a nice underlying love story in there as well, and it it it. It hit the mark, in my opinion, for that. But that movie is so funny. Like, it it's was cute. I like that. It literally starts with them breaking up, right? And so, <laughs> and then all this stuff happens. So, and so, and I mean, it's and when I say it's a new movie, like it came out last year, twenty twenty. Like, mm-hmm. it this you know what this was actually a pandemic watch. We watched this movie because it was one of the first movies to be available on streaming services when theaters shut down. So the wife and I decided, you know what? We'll, we'll check it out. We were going to get our date night. We'll be at home and boom, we'll watch that. And that's a damn good movie. Like (laughs) love birds, pandemic sleeper. All right. All right. Tony. So it's my last one. Yeah, see if you can help yourself out from that. Nah, player, you know how it goes. Once I take that dive, I'm flying over the edge with this next one. (laughs) I don't like the actor, but this movie, for some reason, 
five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be the lowest one we have on the show. Hey, let me tell you something. Look, you shocked Denisha My, with that. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the only reason that I will keep watching this movie is for one uh, scene. And it says, I will fuck you till you die. Oh my God. I will watch Good Luck Chuck from from beginning to end for no damn reason. I will. I don't even care. I don't care if y'all like and, it. I, and show we know that you don't care. I hate Dan Cook, Chuck. but that right Next. there, for him to sleep with somebody and then they find that you love after him, yeah, that was a fucked up situation. But for him <laughs> to sleep with for him to sleep with Shamu. Oh my god. And she eating fucking lobsters by the claws and screaming that out in a restaurant. Yeah, I fall out laughing every single time I see that. I just can't help it. I start crying. It's hilarious. I don't care. I told him just right it, off the edge. It, it, it fits though. Like your your last one was off the edge. This one actually fits. So, hey, I'm uh, three out of five. I don't care. I did better yeah, than I thought it would. Well, it no, fits. you're four out of five. It fits. You're four it's out of five. It's a terrible movie yeah. though. It is a terrible scene, movie. But the scene fits. where he jumps out of the thing in the penguin costume. Come on, dude. Chris Come on. Love, which is actually <laughs> really, really funny. But yes, yeah, it's, it's a terrible moments. movie. It's, it's a great moments. premise, though. It's it a great is, premise, it's, but, but it's, it's a hilarious. terrible movie. Yeah. It's hilarious. I'm going to fuck you till you die. All right, mm. <laughs> All right Jeff. Jeff. All right, so my, la- my last one, because Boomerang was already thrown out there, that was my number one. I'm going to go to another black rom-com that's underrated. I went to see the Rotten Tomato scores because I know people was going to hate on it. 31% on Rotten Tomatoes, 57% audience score, but I don't care. Breaking All the Rules, 2004, Jamie Foxx, Morris Chestnut, um, Gabrielle Union. Um, Yeah, yeah, exactly. I still reference that to this day. Yeah. Yeah, and it's one of those things where, again, f- fell into the cracks of, like, black movie. But, like, the concept oh, well, isn't, yeah. it, it, you know, classic mistaken identity concept. Classic, like, oh, I fell in love with the wrong guy. Some shades of Cyrano de Bergiac. But I really think that the chemistry that Jamie Foxx and Gabrielle Union have in the film is really, really good. I think. I don't know. I, I'm I'm all, Jamie Foxx is also my favorite actor, so I know I'm a little bit biased and with some of the stuff where no, that, that <laughs> I see one, him in it. That but was a good movie. That, that was, was a, good a solid stand movie. out as again. It falls into the same category, much like you're saying. It falls into the same category that Boomerang fell into. People saw the cast and assumed that it was just a black movie, when in fact it is more of just a comedy Rom-com. based around romance. And if yep. more people had given it a chance, it would be right up there with a lot of the other rom-coms. Like, how is this? It's not any crazier than, like, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks falling in love over sending each other song requests. No, no, no. Radio. Just Friends. <laughs> if Just Friends yeah. is considered a rom-com, how the hell is this not? Like, right. And it's better than Just Friends. <laughs> like, no question on that. But, yeah, I'm with I'm with you on that. All right. All right, Will, you got picks? I, that. I mean, a couple that freaking come to mind off rips about that, just random movies like this movie I watch all the time. Randomly, Mr. and Mrs. Smith and stuff like that. 
freaking because they're really trying to figure each other out for that. So action, Brad Pitt action, and Jolie. Romantic yeah. com. Like. That's a rom com. It was funny though. There yes. was some funny moments. Because they, they don't really know each other and they really have to figure out who each other are. And but they that's, that wait, wait, wait. A wait, 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 wait. For real? Ask the question again. <laughs> and that on was, the way here, like Brad yes, Pitt got mad because he actually invited his real parents to the wedding and he found out she hired me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, so, I like, like you know what I, I like that pick. I like yeah, that. Pick. Like, yeah, I said, my, my, Scott Pilgrim was up there with it. So about that. Yeah. Um, my wife will kill me if I don't mention this one. Fifty first dates. Mm, that's yeah. a good one. That was she great. loves fifty yeah. first dates. So that was actually that. that was actually one of my honorables. Wait, yeah. is that Drew Barrymore? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I've seen that. I think okay. I've gone on record as saying one of the few Adam Sandler movies I do like. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorites and stuff like that. Freaking uh, thirteen going on thirty. Like that. I actually like that's, that's, that's the, the thriller, thriller scene. Yeah, alone. like okay. Yeah, I don't know that one. Jennifer so, Gardner. Uh, Jennifer Gardner. Is yeah. this like it's a like, Freaky it, Friday type thing? Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Electra, the Hulk, Captain Marvel. Freaky yeah. Electra. <laughs> 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 So, yeah, uh, actually, yeah, now that you say that, yeah, I mean, it's like Scott Pilgrim. Come on, think about it. It's got Superman, Captain America, freaking Cat Marvel, yeah, freaking all in there. So, it's good, but uh, yeah, freaking uh, and one of the ones that a lot of people don't know, I had to watch this for uh, class with that, but uh, Amelie. That uh, French, it's a French movie. It's about Amelie. that. Uh, Amelie. Amelie. Yeah, I can't, I can't ever say it, but a uh, yeah. really, really good movie and stuff like that. And I was just surprised with how it, how it was shot. The I was working was awesome. at Blockbuster. I, yes, that is actually a damn good movie. Yeah. So that, okay. and then one that uh, I've heard back and forth has been controversial and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of people aren't sure and stuff like that, whether it falls in that category or not and stuff like that. I've always had mixed feelings with that. I think it's it's more along that lines and stuff than not, but the Princess Bride. So at that, yeah, that yes, was, definitely romantic. romantic. So definitely romantic. So yeah. again, freaking for for me, so I enjoyed it. But people had I've talked to some people who had issues with. it. I was like, nah, I, it definitely falls in that category for me. Mm-hmm. So at that, so fuck everybody else. Uh, but yeah, those are my picks. Those are Did we beloved? Like. <laughs> Can so, I give knowledge. a couple other suggestions? Just yeah, yeah I on, mean we have we have uh, our honorable we, mentions. We uh, so we're gonna round robin for this. So okay. Jeff, go ahead and hit it. Yeah. So honorable mentions. Forget Paris. Uh, Billy Crystal. That was like his other big uh, rom com. That he's a the basketball referee. So I've seen the clip of him like arguing with the NBA players. That's what. Oh that's no, for. his his was his father in law where he. Oh yeah, by Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want it? We got it. Toyota. Deliver us. Deliver us from Eva. Yes. Um, oh, a modern okay. retelling of Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew, starring LL Cool J, Gabrielle Union. Um, and then my third one, which technically kind of is a rom com, but it's like on the fence because it's more of a buddy movie, House Party. Okay. See, that I, see que- I have questions about that now. Yeah, I could see. No, I could see that. That's part of the reason I didn't put it on my list because I feel like it's more of a buddy movie, coming of age movie than a rom com. But yeah, coming of age movies always have some sort of like romantic romantic element to it because it's like part of coming to age is like learning how to talk to the people who got the stuff you like. So, (laughs) 
Hey, I like that. I like the way you phrase that. Okay. <laughs> Who's next? All right, very, Sam. Very clear. We ran out of time. Um, okay, so for me, mine are very simple. Um, I mentioned Best Man, but also Love and Basketball, The Wood, and Brown Sugar all kind of fall in the same group of movies. What are we celebrating? My <laughs> divorce. <laughs> um, and I have. Uh, where, damn it, my list got my, Oh, Date Night. Date night was the other one. Was Date that night. was hilarious. Uh, yeah, Steve Carell, that one, and and those honestly because, you know, I said best man, so the wood and love and basketball, brown sugar were all right there together. Mm-hmm. Date night was the only other one that would be an honorable mention for me. Denisha, what you got? Um, something's got to give. 16 Candles, Crazy Stupid Love, and uh, Mr. Deeds. Ah, oh, Mr. Deeds. <laughs> okay. Lost my foot. All right, freaking Scratch and Sniff, you got any uh, other ones you want to throw out there to try and see if you will? Uh... Bull Durham. Dave. Dave is good. Wally. Can I get that? And it just came to my head because of what Jeffrey said. I'm saying weird science just because. Weird I mean, they, they got girls I'll in give the you end. one or the other. You don't get weird science and Wally. <laughs> Why not? I would say Wally counts more than weird, weird science. science yeah. that. You had Iron Man and weird science. Uh, I will. It's not going to sway me, though. That <laughs> I, fine. Yeah, Dude, I'll give, man, I like Wally. I suck at this. I honestly, at this. no, no, no. Honestly, I would not have thought about Wally on the premise but given that Wally and Eve yeah okay mm-hmm. I give you that one play that was I that mean was... All, everything Wally does after he meets Eve is all right that's what I'm saying like okay I, I give like, you yeah. that yeah that's actually uh okay look at, he, look at him getting the children's friendly one in there look at that Damn right. Now let's talk about the unfriendly ones that we can talk about. Now we, we good anyway. <laughs> so all right. Uh, all right. PTO yeah. just ran out. You good, right? You, you got everything out. That's yeah, it. So, yeah. Yeah, we all good. All right. So that's gonna wrap up this top five for, for, for rom coms and stuff like that. Uh, any other freaking uh, extra content stuff like that, you can message Tony directly and talk to him about those. <laughs> Don't keep that over here. That's so, special people. selection. You better be ready so, for it. Yeah, oh, boy. Yeah. So, again, thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate it. So, if you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get all of this content freaking right here freaking whenever you come and sign in. So, with that, we're definitely glad to have you. So, with that, so make sure that you join the group if you have not. So, with that, we're going to have these conversations in the group and talk about more of this stuff and get some more additions from our members because they love to chime in and give their opinions and stuff as well. So, there may be some extra sleepers in there that we have not mentioned. So, please. Make sure you scan those QR codes, join those groups, and come check us out. Uh, with that being said, we again, we'd like to thank you. We got Sam, Brother Eloise, Denisha, and uh, Scratch and Sniffy down there. So with that, me, Uncle Scrooge is here, and we'd like to thank you for joining us, and have a great one. We are out. All Peace. Thank you for listening to Grown A Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube, both under Grown A Geeks.